All right. We've settled down. Here we go. Round two. Uh, <laughs> Going to need Michael Buffer in here in just a few minutes. <laughs> and uh, the card person. Person, you know, uh, carrying the round. <laughs> yeah. So here we go with Dan Moulton, Tom Parkin, and Anthony Fury. The story of uh, guns obviously gaining currency, uh, guns in Toronto, that in the aftermath of the shooting on uh, Monday night. But in the, the lead up to that, there have been a lot of gun crimes committed in the city. And so the city was uh, obviously wrangling with how to best address this. City Council prompted, I guess, by Monday's episode to finally take a vote on it on Tuesday night. Uh, they decided to vote almost overwhelmingly, well, it is overwhelming, yeah. 41 to 4, to ban handguns in Toronto for private ownership. And this is where the Toronto Star's editorial actually a couple of days ago went further saying uh, Canada should ban all privately owned handguns. Dan Moulton, do you support these initiatives? Yes. Okay. Uh, Easily. I, 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 think it, I think it's an easy, an easy uh, way to, to deal with a problem that is uh, pervasive in, uh, in, in society at the moment, which uh, seems to be that there is a proliferation of illegal handguns in this country. Uh, make it illegal. I, I think it's a simple solution. Will it fix the, the, the problem? No, it will not. There are fundamental, uh, deep-rooted uh, issues that we need to address in a number of uh, public policy spaces that will, that will help to reduce instances of violences in our community. But making handguns illegal is a logical step. And I think the right approach. I don't think that there's any really. I, I can't understand the merit. I can understand, you know, there's uh, there's a uh, perhaps long guns have a different conversation around them. Okay, you know, in hunting rural and, areas and, and recreation, and whatever. But handguns, I don't get it. I don't see why it's needed. Well, you know what? I, I may have shared your skepticism because I didn't get it. I'm not a gun owner. Never fired a gun. But I was talking last night to, uh, to Tony Bernardo, and uh, he's with uh, a sport shooting. Uh, association let's say he heads it and he said this statistic uh really took me aback sport shooting is the second most popular pastime in canada after only fishing so tom parkin if there are a lot of adherents to uh wanting to shoot as a pastime a hobby whatever you know and uh we had a gun range down there at uh, union station mm -hmm. you might recall when yeah. mayor miller thought that that was a bad idea because there'd been a hostage taking out front and there was one at hard house as well olympians train in these facilities Banning these, uh, ban banning handguns actually in private ownership means these clubs shut down and these enthusiasts are inconvenienced. Is that something you're willing to do? Yeah. What's yeah. the thinking? Here's, here's what's happened the last few years. We, we, um, 2000, in 1999, we, we were importing, uh, mostly from the United States, about 5,000 handguns a year. That number is now over 70,000 a year. Seven, zero, thousand. Legal or illegal? These are legal guns. Legal guns, yeah. These are legal guns. So you know we've got this we've got this uh, surge of new of guns into our country because mm -hmm. the the laws have been weakened the laws were weakened under the conservative party and unfortunately the liberal party haven't taken the right steps they haven't lived up to their promises yet now there's still time yeah. there's still time for the liberals to do something about this and so I really ho hope they do because it's well, well, more right. important so you'd be happy with them banning all guns for private ownership Hand, in the country? Handguns. And handguns. handguns. Yeah, okay. I see I no purpose explicit. for handguns. There's too many. And here's what's the problem. Even when they are imported legally, we're reading these stories from the police about how people are now, they're basically gun sellers. They go get a gun license. All right. And, and the story that what well, was told... come down on them in, like a ton of bricks. No, that's just, you know what? You, you, when you open up a, a marketplace like that and you flood it in with 70,000 guns a year, it's going to leak out into the legal market. Well, There's only one way to stop 
up. But you know what? Life was good in 1999. So when we had 5,000 guns a year, actually it could have been about 5,000 guns better by having zero, but it was 70,000 guns a year coming into our country legally. Right. Plus an X Yeah, but you've got sports shooters out there. He he talked about more than a million in this country. We can do something for them. We can fix something for them. But you know what? What does that mean? We can can think about how we can uh, uh, deal with specific instances of people who are on Canada's national team. Wait a minute. There are a lot of people who would aspire to be on Canada's national team. Not everybody makes so. They've got to go somewhere and practice shooting. That's not an argument for allowing uh, the import of guns to go from 5,000 to 70,000 and have huge increases in gun crime in our country. Well, you might want to look at... uh, We don't want to go that direction. Well, all right. uh, Tighten the border, too, and that becomes a whole other politically sensitive issue. Anthony, weigh in. Uh, well, to the border issue, a lot of it is happening in the Cornwall area where they're, they're not policing the border so much. There's a lot of First Nations land up there on the border where, where a lot of guns are believed to be crossing there. Yeah, to Tom's point about the legal guns, one thing that's interesting is that does tell you moving from, from 5,000 to 70,000. I didn't know the 70,000 number. I, I, I have always known, though, that there are over a million people with firearms licenses in this country, which is uh, more than one would suspect, given how you say, oh, we don't have gun culture like in the U.S. I don't think we have gun culture like they do, but we've got broad ownership. The question then is, You've got clearly a market for these 70,000 handguns to be purchased legally. What is the constituency of that? When you talk to people like Tony Bernardo, they talk about how important it is that everybody does follow the rules in the first day in your in your, your firearms license class. They make it clear what a great responsibility that you've just been handed and so forth. And there are major rules about, you know, you have to store the bullets separately yeah, and, and the guns and Anthony's. they have to be locked up. Truly. And so blah, forth. Blah, and blah. I'm not, I mean, come on. You don't even know what my opinion is going to be. <laughs> I know where you're going but, and you're arguing that everybody, every, every owner of a legal gun is a great person who's going to follow the rules. Unfortunately, that's not true. The police just the other day were talking about a guy who made a hundred grand in five months yeah, by I wasn't reselling, actually argue that. By reselling so what I am going to argue here is that and giving them to criminals. I actually know I high profile uh, conservatives who are gun owners, high profile yeah, liberals and, who are gun owners and firearms licensed people and high profile NDPers. So to get a political constituency about this when it's actually a very diverse community uh, would be a pretty difficult thing. Right. Yeah, but I think there's a different conversation when it comes to recreation. And so I, I understand that there is, you know, going to be some advocacy or maybe you can call it even spin from uh, associations of, of handgun owners that are in quote unquote sport of it. I don't really understand what the sport is, but that, that's their choice. Mm. Uh, certainly when it comes to long guns and when it comes to rural Canada, there are a number of people that participate in hunting uh, and, 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 and that's fine. I think that that is well regulated. I think we would probably benefit from a long gun registry, but you know, that's a different debate. We won't. We don't need to get into right now. Uh, but handguns, I don't see. I, I agree with Tom. I just don't see the value. I don't get it. I don't. I don't think that they have. Uh, there's a, a good argument in favor of handgun ownership, and there's a really great one against it. So I think it's a pretty no brainer solution to me. Well, yeah, and you'd like to see a ban, an outright sure. ban, right across the country, and uh, put these people out, these sport shooters, that <laughs> somehow uh, they're part. I think you give them a lot of merit calling them sport shooters. Are we going <laughs> to say that we're going to find it acceptable to have the toll of violence and robberies with criminals? and weapons that came from legal gun owners that were either bought from them or stolen from them and that we're not going to do something. Well, listen, maybe there's another way to, to address to this. What is it? Well, okay, if you can chip a gun one. and trace or track it, uh, <laughs> perhaps no, uh, high tech well, we can address this in part. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, something more proportional and reasonable than an outright ban. I, well, I'm not sure what's unreasonable, but saying a killing weapon should be kept out of mass distribution. Okay, knives too, the bows and arrows. They, they work a lot more slowly, don't they? You're well, not not necessarily you're not going to go down somebody to Danforth with a, with a knife and killing people like they did the other night. Oh, not going to happen like that. Somebody with you know with a gun, you know what happens. You thank God it wasn't an AR-15. 
It'll be even worse. So let's just let's, yeah. just let's just be rational here for a minute. Uh, well, I'm not sure we're being rational because I think knives can do uh, a lot of, of course they can. damage as well. Uh, we'll be reduced to uh, what forks and spoons only in restaurants. And, that, and, and, and that would and that would actually lower the uh, the, the violence rate even further. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I got to spoon you to death. All right, we'll yes, come back. More topics happen. worthy of discussion with our panel here on the Oakley Show. Global News Radio, six forty, Toronto.